The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Very on Simon Tierney with me in studio to kick things off. Uh, and Simon, you've written a piece for the Irish Examiner uh, today. Uh, bridges, parks, buildings, streets, and statues in our capital city virtually all commemorate who? Men. Why is that? Well, I suppose, um, you know, there's many reasons for this, but um, the entrenched patriarchy to begin with, um, (laughs) to begin with, uh, but also the fact that we're probably a little bit slow to evolve um, in how we name different parts of our built environment. So give Um, us a sense of of the way that built environment, some of those things I mentioned there, commemorate men more than women. You've done some research. Yeah, so for example, um, just 13% of the um, statues in the public space in uh, Dublin city centre commemorate uh, women, um, specifically seven of which depict historical women, three of which are uh, Countess Markovic, um, perhaps unsurprisingly. But then it gets a little bit more stark when we look at street names. So there's just under a thousand streets um, in Dublin city centre, um, kind of inside the Royal and Grand Canal. And um, just 27 of those are named after women. Um, but within that 27, uh, 17 of them are saints, uh, six of them are British monarchs, namely Elizabeth and Victoria. And then there's very few that are left to commemorate uh, Irish women who played a role in the shaping of this city, uh, of which there are many. So I suppose what I'm trying to argue in the piece is not necessarily for a wholesale um change uh, or or denaming process, Mm. but rather what I'm arguing is that perhaps retrospectively we can try and uh, address this deficit, this historical deficit that we have. This is a city that's occupied by 50% women, yet it's a city that perhaps doesn't reflect those people. And this is something that really came to me when I became a father of two young girls and I realised that they would grow up to experience the city in a very different way to the way I have experienced it. Um, I'm used to, I'm in an office, I I started my article by saying that I'm here in an office that's named after a man, all the streets around me are named after men. So inevitably, and I can't imagine what this will be like, uh, but perhaps your other guests will be able to illuminate, is that my girls will necessarily experience the urban landscape in a very different way to me. And I, that concerns me. Uh, that other other guest is Janet Horner, uh, who is a Green Party councillor in Dublin. Uh, I mean, the idea that you would experience the city in a different way because of those street names, is there, is there something in that, Janet? I think we don't interrogate the names very often. I think when we do, it, it shows us something very different about the history of the city and the values of the city as well. So one of the things that I've proposed recently is that Dublin City Council and the the archives and the library um, and the heritage office are going to take up this proposal to to do a pilot project of actually doing a public education engagement on the names of the, of the streets. So, for example, for most of us, Grafton is a street that we walk along. It's not an, an Earl of Grafton, I think he might have been at one stage, who who was a, a landlord and a British aristocrat who had a very powerful role during the British administration in Ireland and who got a lot of places named after him. And I think it is interesting to think about that. Some places, the names have almost superseded their origin. So, you know, Moore Street isn't, isn't a, a street named after Henry Moore, Earl of um, 
sack, but where, I can't remember where he's out of now. But it's it's a, it's a street. It is a place. Yes. It is. It has its own. It's taken on its own meaning. But it is. I think it is really useful to make the streets, the names, the history, the heritage of our city come to life if we actually interrogate and engage it, with the names a bit more. If we don't do that, um, is there just an argument based on what you've said that actually ignorance undermines the impact of the patriarchy? You know, that we can just walk down Grafton Street. Simon's daughters can walk down Grafton Street and they don't need to ever know that it was named for, you know, Lord Grafton, Earl of wherever. I think, well, I think on two things, I think statues are a more visible uh, manifestation this of the patriarchy true. because men are, are visibly in statue form. And also I would be very hesitant to argue for a collective ignorance as our <laughs> policy and our way of sort of tackling the patriarchy overall. I feel we can do a better, more engaged, more um, informed way to, to really um, support gender equality in our city planning. Would you be supportive at some point then in the future of actually changing street names? I think like for me, so we, we've had this conversation a few times, I think over the last couple of years, I think there is an argument to change some of our street names. I think certainly going forward into the future, for example, we had the one recently of the, the option to name a, a new development Gardner Court and we suggested they go back and they came back with the alternative Gardner being the um, uh, Luke Gardner first Viscount of Mount Joy. Uh, and I think that rather than naming it after a British landlord, it would be more appropriate to name it after somebody Irish, somebody who's contributed, somebody who's part of the life of that part of the city. And they came back with Irish Irish Court um, after Iris Murdoch, who was born in a in very nearby to to that development. So certainly, I think we should be very cognizant in the names that we are giving to to new developments of the need to bring the presence of women, the contribution of women to the city into the naming of the places. Mm. Um, but I, And I think at points there will be an argument for renaming. We have done it throughout history, as, as Simon mentioned in his article. There's always been a sort of revision of street names to be in line with the values of our city at the time. I don't think there's anything to be shy about, about having that conversation. But it is good to start that conversation from a point of uh, inform, information and engagement. Yeah. rather than ignorance. Uh, 087-1400-106 is the number. If you want to engage uh, whether you think we should or shouldn't be renaming some streets or statues, well, I guess it's difficult to rename a statue. I mean, if the statue is of uh, <laughs> William of Orange, you can't suddenly decide it's actually of uh, Queen Anne or somebody else. Um, uh, or, or perhaps maybe you might suggest who you would like streets named after. Um Simon, my my inclination always in this, and it was the same with statues, was kind of a reluctance to change anything. Mm. And then you stop and think about it. And you, you, you make this point really well in the article as well, that we have done it before. Mm. And and if that um, that natural reluctance won out, we would have Sackville Street instead of O'Connell Street and Great Britain Street instead of Parnell Street and King and Queen's County instead of yeah, Offaly and Leash. I think this is a really important point because on Twitter earlier, I was being accused of presentism, um, which is a, a fair argument to make. But what I would say is that we do have quite a long history of changing the names um, in this city. This isn't something, this isn't some woke agenda, uh, which no doubt some people will accuse me of. When our, the, the founders of, of the, the Free State were uh, taking control of the administration of this city and indeed this country, there was a, you know, a um, a, a massive undertaking of changing the names of streets. Um, for example, Great Britain Street changed to Parnell Street. 
Um, was it uh, Great Brunswick Street changed to Pierce Street and, and various other examples? There's certain few that remaining that weren't changed uh, and it's hard to understand why, like Gardner, there's so many gardeners um, in the north inner city. But the point is that um, a city is a living entity. It's not something that is preserved in a museum and it should be treated as something that is evolving and changing And as we've seen on a number of occasions, that there is a process there uh, that um, our councillors in in Dublin City Council can undertake to to change. And changes uh, can be made. Um, There was an attempt to change the name of Orwell Road um, at the beginning of the war in Ukraine. That failed because there was a plebiscite um, and the people, the residents in that area were asked and they chose not to change the name of the road. And that's fine. That was democracy in action. But people are are perhaps unaware that that change in this area can actually happen and that there's there's a a process that can take place. I think that's important. Yeah, Janet, is that something you'd like to see? That those communities themselves, you mentioned, say, the north inner city, for example, that the people living on these streets, the people who decide what the name should be. Although you do end up with the potential of kind of Boaty McBoatface, but just <laughs> the street name version of Namey it. McNameface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you can look at you can you can ask residents. Obviously, for a city centre core, um, we know we don't maybe have residents for Henry Street. Uh, so, but you know, we all have a, feel a vested interest. I think in Henry Street as a place that we spend our time and socialise and gather and everything. So, these kind of city centre core ones can be some of the most iconic ones. Um, but yeah, I think there's. it's definitely worth um, considering how we approach the names of streets. So definitely looking at women. I think also we, we can argue that women have sort of been written out of the Irish history and the narrative for too long and that this is a way to sort of re-examine the role of many women have made to Irish history, Irish culture. Um, I think the other thing is also looking at Irish language names. There's some really interesting examples in my area as well of like the Berkeley Road. Obviously, Berkeley Library was renamed recently in Trinity. Um, Berkeley Road in my area, the Irish name for it is Glasscanog, which estimated to translate to Green Place of the Bees, um, which is potentially a much more beautiful name than Berkeley named after, again, a, a slave-owning uh, landlord figure mm. of the of the past. And, you know, if, if we did re-examine what the previous names were in Irish before these places were anglicised and the names were given according to the values of a um, colonial British administration at the time, mm. I think there were, there's a lot of very beautiful, very interesting names in there we could find. A lot of people getting in touch. Can we remove all references to the monarchy for female Irish heroes? We are an independent country. Joe wants bank holidays to be given names. Each bank holiday, they shouldn't just be like the August bank holiday weekend. Uh, Somebody else is having none of it. Entrenched patriarchy. Sorry, bud. That's you, I think, Simon. Mm. Uh, You've lost me already. Men had to go and fight in wars. Do you think the women should have gone too? Uh, But this listener in agreement, all the street names being named after men just demonstrates the history of the patriarchy. It takes a long time, though, to rename streets. A good indicator would be how we're renaming new streets or buildings. The Rosie Hackett Bridge is a good indicator of change happening in the right direction. Which brings me on to a point I did um, hear mention of before, I think even on this show. And Janet, it's that uh, there are new streets being built all the time. You know, not necessarily the big uh, thoroughfares that, that, that would have been built um, years ago, but smaller streets in and around developments. And you've got these poxy names being attributed. Mm. Cherry Blossom Lane, Maple Leaf Drive, all of this nonsense. Are they not also examples of where we could be naming things after 
you know, women, other people from Irish history, minorities, whatever it happened to be. Yeah, I, I like. I think there's a, a plague of int- very banal names that we tend to be brought to in Dublin City Council as well. We get a lot of Riverview um, suggestions for places that are maybe within half a kilometre of a river, maybe. Um, <laughs> but like, so these kind of ones, I think, are not really inspiring. They're not making the best use of the history, the heritage, the the so much exciting movements that have happened in our in this city as well. And I think it would be good to celebrate that a little bit more through the names. It can be a little bit more political. It can be a little bit more sensitive, but it's great to have a conversation and it's great to have names that mean something to people and that really speak to speak to what the area is I think uh, We should definitely change all of the street names named after British figures the likes of Grafton Street Westmoreland Street Moore Street should all be named after noted Irish people with the bias towards women says this listener we should also rededicate the Wellington Monument now that's difficult there are literally murals of Waterloo on the Wellington Monument you'd have to prize them off to name it after something else I mean there are some names you've just got to stick with in that regard isn't yeah, there? Yeah no I, I, I like I said at the beginning Wellington was also Irish I'm, Yeah that's true I'm not arguing uh, at all, and I, I don't think Janet is either. That we should erase um, the that part of our history. Um, it's just to be a little bit more uh, judicious, perhaps, about where we go in the future. But also, perhaps, taking some of the more egregious examples out. Like, I'd love to see a renaming of Marlborough Street, for example. Marlborough Street named is, after the cigarette. Yeah. Is the is the is is named after a, a far, a far more polluting figure than the cigarette brand? I can tell you, uh, perhaps. But um, you know that's the side of our national theatre, and I'd love to see that denamed from uh, the Duke of Marlborough, who was um, you know working under orders of William of Orange when he sacked the city of Cork. I don't know why we're commemorating him on the side of our National Theatre. I'd love to see that renamed in honour of Lady Gregory, who was one of the co-founders of that theatre. Uh, yeah, which brings us on, I, I guess, to to, to uh, another point, Janet, which is that, you know, there there are streets named in honour of, you know, heroes of empire um, who, who had nothing to do with the street. There are other parts of Dublin whereby some of the people we mention, you know, they... Yes, I mean, we, we, we can kind of decry the kind of landlordism and, you know, the ascendancy class and all of that. But, you know, there's an argument maybe you keep the name if they were the ones who actually built the street. Is there? Uh, it, there's an argument. Um, I don't know whether it's the best argument. I think there's also, like, if there's been really significant historical events that have happened on the street, if people, very significant contributors to our history, our, our global history have been have been born, have been raised, have been engaged in, on the street, I think, as well. Yeah. Even, Should even you rename fiction, Leinster House? Even fiction, for example, I would say, just like, I know, again, uh, Bram Stoker was was born and raised around our part in, in the north inner city. And, like, you know, you can kind of bring the bring that fictional but element also, into the streets, on, too. On that point, if we take your argument there, Kieran, then you would suggest that we name all the developments that were built during the Celtic Tiger after Irish developers. Johnny Ronan Plaza. I, yeah, like the I don't think I don't think we would want that, would we? <laughs> Maybe Johnny Ronan would. Um, <laughs> uh, um, but would you rename Leinster House? Um... It's not top Duke of my of list, but I, maybe, I, again, you know I'm what? not That's a historian. That's a really interesting so. one, because this is something that um, California... I mean, I mean, it should be top of the list, should it not? I mean, this is where our, our democracy lives. I know, but this is something that Californians are grappling with at the moment, because we've denamed Berkeley Library and Trinity College, 
But if California follows suit, they will have to dename the city of Berkeley in California, which is a much bigger administrative effort. It's the exact same person who's been commemorated. Yeah, well, George Berkeley's connections to Kilkenny as well. We've utterly distanced ourselves uh, from him successfully. So uh, we'll leave that route for California. In the meantime, uh, I'd love to hear more views from people. Uh, 087-1400-106. We should rename the port tunnel the Countess Markovich port tunnel. And that's from Bernard. Bernard. Thanks very much. Like I say, 087-1400-106. Thank you to Janet Horner, uh, Dublin Green Party Councillor and Simon Tierney of News Talk who wrote that piece in the Irish Examiner today. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.